Assalamualaikum and welcome to the Mad Moments Podcast. My name is Sim. We have a wonderful episode for you today, but before we go to that, please help us out on Patreon.com. Patreon.com, the Mad backslash the Mad Mamluks. Help us out in whatever capacity you can. Very much help, uh, very much appreciate any of our current patrons as well. All right, let's go over through our panel. We have Mahin Islam there for you. Assalamualaikum, Mahin. How you doing? And we have my wonderful wife, Noreen, here. And Humam. Humam, who many of you guys are well acquainted with in past episodes. Thank you all very much for joining us this warm July, or not July, we're in... Oh my God. I'm thinking... You just skipped Ramadan and went straight to July. Oh, yeah. Someone's eager for the summer. Well, it's pretty warm here. <laughs> Maybe it's April, my April, yeah. April. Yeah. You would not be wearing a sweater in July. That's true. What's on everyone's agenda? We are, I guess, I don't know why I'm asking. Because... Well, it's been a few weeks. You've kind of taken a break from... Yes, I have. And everyone needs a break. I don't know. I, I, I don't have any excuses for you in terms of what's been going on. But, uh, you know, hard at work, making sure that we still pop out these episodes for you. But um, doing it at the pace we've been doing it, sometimes you need a break. Sometimes we do four episodes a week and then kind of gets crazy. We're going to have another long break because you're going to be out of the country next week. And then Yes, British listeners. Anyone in the UK, I'll be out there. I'll post something on Twitter where we can all meet up. I'll probably be in the Bedford area. I'm not sure if I can make it to uh, Manchester or, sorry, not Manchester. Birmingham? Birmingham or London. Um, maybe for a day. We'll see. We're, we're trying to launch the Blood, excuse me, my blo- <laughs> the Blood Brothers podcast. It's a um, mouthful. Blood yeah. Brothers. Blood Brothers. I haven't said it yet it's out like, loud. I've always been typing it out this Blood whole time. Brothers. I've never actually said it out loud. Blood Brothers. It's kind of kind of sounds scary. What was that, Mom? Is that like the UK franchise of the Madman Books? Yeah, it, it's kind of like a, a partnership. It's um, uh, it's a partnership between the Madman Books and Five Pillars. So Five oh. Pillars is a uh, is it kind of like the UK version of um, Muslim Matters or is, well, what's the other? Uh, Medina Institute. Who else does Who else does uh, Islamic news type of Five Pillars? I think is pretty unique. You think so? I don't, I don't know if it like uh, I don't know if any U.S. Inst- like institute. Yeah, it is very unique. Organization to do anything like that. Yeah. So yeah, we partnered up with them to bring you a UK version of the Madam Luke's. Dilly's a pretty cool guy. He's got the right ideas in his head, and we're confident he can do. A good job. I think it was very important to us that we have someone, yeah, no, not just production, but um, the right person, the right mentality Mm. is in place. Mm -hmm. Someone who actually has their head on straight, they can navigate some of the more difficult territory that uh, the Western world can bring. So we're excited about that partnership. Humam, have you seen any of uh, Dilly's work? Yeah, Yeah. actually, I like his work a lot. He's awesome, inshallah. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, and uh, a lot of the practicing brothers in America. You know, are we're very well acquainted with Dilly, so he's a familiar face in the Western sphere of 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 Muslim influence, I guess, or Muslim culture. 
Um, uh, I love your haircut. I appreciate it. Looks fancy. Uh, well, he had that long, like, rat tail thing going on. Yeah, th- then I after I grew my hair out for like a, a year, and then my wife told me, I asked her for input after a year, and she was like, I don't like it. Ugh. It was like a waste, waste of time. I had it down yeah. to like my nose. Were you, were you trying to grow a man bun like mom? I actually did. I, I did kind of rock a man bun sometimes. Yeah. Your brother has a man bun. My brother's got really long hair. My yeah. brother's got hair down to his shoulders. Wow. Yeah. I was trying to grow the hair like like season three Earth Turtle inspired me with the single braid. Yeah. So that, and the rat tail was, I was trying to braid the rat tail. Anyone who hates on the man bun, they just can't grow it. I, I kind of hated on it, but I realized I was kind of just jealous. <laughs> and, and I know I because I'm bald I can't ever grow hair. No, but just, you know it's really lame the, when the, when they grow the man bun and then they shave the sides. Yeah, that's you know why because that's what Mahin had. That's what Mahin had. Like oh yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> way to, way to make it awkward. No, because I yeah, I had the fade. I had the fade. I was I keep I grow my hair on the on the top and then uh you know fade the sides right. Um, well, if you fade it from down here, that's cool. But some people are like shaving it from up here. Oh it, it no! Needs, it needs patience to to grow this part out because these grow way longer. Yeah. So if you grow that out long, that means halas, you're like you're you're official. Right. <laughs> I never went to a zero though. Zero, my barber would let me. My barber's like zero is is lame because you got stubble in two hours. Yeah. So people are mentioning Endgame out tonight. Ooh, Endgame. Anyone, we, got our, we got our tickets no, for tomorrow. Nori, make sure you ban anyone in the chat who says anything regarding yeah, Endgame. No spoilers, please. We're, we're, the whole fam is going tomorrow night. So. Umam, are you going? Are you an Avengers fan? I, uh, I heard about it, but in Avengers? Oh, um, maybe I might go. Uh, the thing is, no, no, you can't just dis- decide now. <laughs> like all, all the all the tickets are booked for the next two weeks. You, okay, yeah, uh, so there's not you're not gonna go tomorrow. You're not gonna go next I never week either. Care about these things, but my friends do, so I end up seeing them anyways. Hopefully, they bought you a ticket. <laughs> Out of the goodness of their heart, I, I don't imagine you going. Uh, you know, we have a podcast tomorrow night. I hope you schedule it after. What? Uh, we don't. Mm-mm. Muhammad Sharif. Uh oh, no, you're gonna have to cancel it. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about. I whoops, double book live live on like Muhammad Al Sharif. Yeah. Oh yeah. dang. Um. Well, we'll, screw that up. What time is that? Uh, right after my group. Uh, the movie's at six. Yeah. So probably in the evening we could do it. We'll talk to his people. All right, I'll send we'll an see. email. <laughs> wow. Bloopers. See, this is what happens when you stop using the Google Calendar to start scheduling we, stuff. We haven't right? used it in like six months. I know. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, all right. So. Okay, speaking of movies, entertainment, it's a your yeah. transition for you. The yeah. buzz all over YouTube, or not not YouTube, I mean Twitter and Facebook, has been the new show called Rami. Now, I know a lot of people are very passionate about, you know, uh, whatever, <laughs> whatever, uh, however they feel about it. And I know Humam has some thoughts about it. Well, Let's just let's start about let's start off with the character himself, like the actor, because it's named after the actor Rami right. Yusuf. So you know, he naturally, um, he named his character Rami in the show. And I, I found a constant theme in the show is that he's trying to show some of he's trying to show a mirror to the Muslims about how they are and some of the more hypocritical behavior they have now. This it's kind of a, a commentary in in the sense that 
there's a person who wants to show Muslims the hypocrisy in themselves, but then he's committing haram by doing that, by you know engaging in relations um, as an actor with with women and trying to make a larger point with with Muslims, right? Or mm-hmm. maybe he's not. Maybe he's just doing it in the name of humor. But I thought when he was trying to show some of um, some of the more humorous sides, like you know the ridiculousness of of, of how some people pay attention to wadu and um, uh, other other silly things regarding some of the older generation of Muslims and and how they implement Islam. And well, I think we need to first preface the show before we get into that. I think for our listeners, we need to explain for those of you who haven't seen the show. Rami is a new show by an American Muslim comedian. I think he's, is he Egyptian as well? I know his character is Egyptian, but um, he he was like on Stephen Colbert like a couple years ago. And um, the show is about Muslims and the issues that he believes Muslims in America are dealing with. And um, and they cover so many different themes. They cover um, you know, dating or whether it's dating or trying to find a Muslim spouse. They talk about masjid issues. They talk about, they, they go over Ramadan, spiritual issues, the party scene, going back to your own country. like so Finding many, a wife, yeah. Yeah, and it, but it, his point, I think, is that he's trying to show the issues that Muslims have trying to balance their um, being American and being Muslim and also having their immigrant parents and their culture and trying to find yourself, I guess, and where you fit in and where your religion as a Muslim, where you fit in. So, yeah, so that's the the premise of the show itself. But yeah, I mean, just starting off with him as an actor and for Muslims, this is the first time we're seeing uh, actual so-called practicing Muslim having a TV show and you know, like you said, engaging in like, you know, the fun stuff, the fun stuff, the haram stuff on screen, because usually we have non-Muslim actors pretending to be Muslims and doing that on screen, and to have an actual Muslim who says he's practicing on screen doing that kind of stuff is kind of a mind, you know, yeah. leap. You know, it's like. What is? What are we watching? <laughs> what is going on? So yeah, there was a brother in our in our chat group that was saying that like he like he, and he was like one of them. I would consider him one of the more our more progressive guys. And yeah. he was like he couldn't make it through episode one. He's like I can't see Muslims. I can't stand to see Muslims opening openly sin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, dang, you actually have a heart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what about you, Homan? <clears throat> what do you think of that? Just as him as an as a actor, particularly. Um, it, it, it kind of made me question the the point of the entire show, honestly. I know that sounds weird, but think about it. Like, you know, I was complaining in a, in a group chat of, of me and my friends, and I was like, what is the point of the show? Like, there's no Toba, there's nothing. Like, season one ended, like, pathetically, you know, just uh, complaining. And then one of them was like, well, you know, it's only season one. You know, she's probably going to do Toba in season two. I'm mm. like, well, I mean, you know, I would expect that if I didn't just see a Muslim actor doing all this haram stuff on camera, yeah. like my expectations kind of just went like, yeah. I don't yeah. really expect much from him now, you know? 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, it goes back to my, my thing, like, why are you, you know, trying to show a mirror to ourselves by engaging in that? It would be fine if maybe you had some non-Muslims, pra- you know, play out that role and somehow, you know, not engaging it yourself. But it kind of seems like hypocritical to me, at least, uh, that, you know, you're you're trying to make a wider point, but you're engaging in that same hypocrisy. It seems like, well, maybe maybe he, he's just talking about that whole, maybe, maybe that is the, the, the whole point that, Life in America or the West in general is a contradiction that we're trying to get two types of lifestyles to agree with each other, the, the Islamic lifestyle and the American lifestyle, right? Maybe he doesn't know that making out with a non-Muhram is haram. No, I think he does. You think? I think so. Uh, I'm sorry. A lot of people bring that point up and they're like, well, you know, he's just he's just mirroring the Muslim American reality and he's just displaying what it's like to be a Muslim American. But... You know what? The issue I have with that is it's not accurate. Like you're zeroing in on like a a small little bubble that's probably like a, a very small fraction of the Muslim American experience. Because honestly, like one issue, honestly, the biggest issue I had with the show is that is it's not that he was sinning. That was disturbing, right? But that wasn't my main problem with the show. My main problem is that it didn't display religiosity positively one time throughout the show. And any character in the show who was attributed with any form of religiosity or tadayun or just any traditional values or anything, they were portrayed negatively. Whether it was the, the Masjid Amu who's ripping off his socks, you know, whether it was the, 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 the Muslim guy selling him beer, like, you know, selling beer is haram too, buddy. Like, um, whether it was even the masjid cleaner, the guy was just intellectually not there. He's just dumb. Like they made him a bimbo, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like well, what about they the one sister who was like interviewing him for marriage? Is that the first episode you're talking about? Or, or the, the Ramadan episode? No, no, no. no. You probably, a different episode. Yeah. You probably skipped it. You remember the one? Come on, remember the sister that was entered the hijabi sister that had at like. At the masjid. Yeah, at the masjid. He was, yeah. She was like. She had, mean, he had set up. They had set up an office where. Yeah. She's she's asking him questions about. Right. Uh, right. Right. Yeah, but then why did she shut him down? Because he didn't have any plans for the future. He, he didn't know that? how to read Quran. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Which is a right. legit reason to shut you. If, if you're an Arab dude and you're like 26 and you don't know how to read Quran. Yeah. You need to go. <clears throat> Shame yeah. on you. She was probably I mean, the only character. Is such a minor part of the show. Like, yeah. She didn't have- have a role yeah yeah but to be fair he did show the jew as uh the jewish old man who was doing business on shabbat i mean he showed him as a hypocrite too do you know what i'm talking about the guy buying the watch like he's not supposed to do business on shabbat and he's like what is the time he didn't show muslims in any positive light like yeah are you trying to tell me that Growing up in America, you're not gonna find one religious brother who's not a like complete idiot or yeah. like completely mean. Like, come on, like let's let's not pretend like we didn't grow up watching Hamza Yusuf uh, videos on YouTube and those like merciful servant videos with the corn yeah. humming. Like, we all watched that. But we did. They did. They didn't. There's a lot of uh, you, you know, and as well any any one of us who are who come from practicing families, right? We know that there are many of our family members, uh, extended relatives who are not very practicing. You see them, uh, you know, once every couple of years on, on a Thanksgiving weekend, you, you see like, whoa, this whole family is much more different than ours. And 
their their level of practice in, in yeah. Islam is so much more looser and you know <clears throat> the, uh, your second cousin wants to sleep with you and you're like what the hell's going on that's not never happened to me but that's much true, more better looking throughout, dudes throughout their life they're gonna encounter at least one person who's decent and religious right like the show showed like an extreme that doesn't even exist like yeah. there's at least one religious person in, in any community like I don't care how detached you are at least you know of him you get what I'm saying well well the guy who pulled the socks off and cleaned his toes I mean he was a religious guy yeah, he but they made it. They made him re- look ridiculous, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they they made him look like uh, not just harsh. <laughs> they made him look like an idiot too. Like Rami was complaining to him about like actual like intellectual questions by the corner store. Yeah, and he just and he was like, "You jerk off too much." Like, how right. is that supposed to help him? Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. But there are people like that, though. I mean, I th- I think he he's correct in that in the sense that you know we have people from the older generation who don't know a lick of Islam. They're ready to teach you. Um, you know Zabiha, all the you know Zabiha, where to like hold your hands. You you're, you're mm-hmm. if you're praying a certain in, in a different school of thought, they they they'll grab you by your hands and put your hand yeah. over your belly. There are people like that, no doubt. There are a lot of idiots, but but the whole show was completely about these idiots. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and the people who are not attributed with religiosity, they're all portrayed to be like smart and intellectual. Like, uh, but like that's his... not entertaining, though. That's a whole problem. Well, yeah. I mean, what do you yeah. do as an as an actor, as, as someone who wants to bring some attention to, or who wants to produce some work and, and yep. create content, and and then you have this difficulty with bringing on religious people. L- I mean, this is something that that you know I I struggle with in regards to a lot of people, a lot of our guests who are, might be very brilliant people, but they don't have any charisma, or they might not have any other dimensions to attract listeners to the show and i'm like you know what guys i'm not sure if this person is the right fit for our our show they might be very knowledgeable and they, they may have all these other characteristics that can uh help muslims in, in other ways in terms of writing and and speaking in in public but on a podcast such as ours i don't think this is the right conduit for delivering our message and generally the, the team ends up agreeing to that after we see some of their content but as and maybe this is the contradiction that when you are trying to build Islamic media or Muslim culture related media uh, in Hollywood, that there's no way you can make it, you know, where Muslim or practicing Muslims are portrayed in a positive manner. Because I, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a, a argument in defense of Rami, um, the actor himself. Now, this is the first Muslim-centric show ever, like, in U.S. media, right? And if it were me, and I was, like, a liberal Muslim, like, whatever, like him, and I got this chance, I was a semi-practicing liberal Muslim, whatever, and I got a chance to have a TV show, I don't know if I'm going to get a season two. So I'm going to pack in as many issues as I can. And that's what I saw. Dude, I like went through the first three episodes just tonight, just to make notes for tonight. And I made so many bullets about issues and I'll run through them really quickly. Um, How to approach Muslims for marriage, socializing with non-Muslims who drink and whatnot, um, buying drink with others, masjid issues, parking issues, women's section, wudu lines, lack of sex education with our youth, girls talking about how it was um, uh, when they were learning about, you know, puberty and boys' puberty issues, Um, Muslims judging each other, Muslims arguing about trivial issues like the wudu stuff, Um, the misogynist and racist uncle, 
um, the Muslim ban, the 9-11, the how do we treat the LGBT community, the Arab Spring. I mean, they packed in, this isn't just the first three episodes, they packed in all that in just three episodes. So I feel like he was trying to get, like, imagine if we had this podcast and you were told, you know what, Sim, you're going to, you're, YouTube's going to shut down in three months and you got to get as much content out there as you can in like three months, you would make sure that you would hit topics that are important to you that you want to get a message across because you don't know if you're going to get extended another three months, if YouTube is going to get extended. You know what I'm saying? But then you have to realize, okay, well, these are the things that I want to deliver uh-huh. as a content creator. And then am I choosing the correct medium to deliver it? If, if I'm going to be um, held hostage to 10 episodes where, you know, I have uh, media executives at Hulu, you know, holding a gun at me, making sure that if I don't make sure I, if I don't deliver on this product that my episode, my, my show gets canceled, then I would rethink uh, my, the, the conduit where uh, uh, the method of delivery for my content that's you. Uh, I, no, but, yeah, but, yeah. no, but that's that's how a content creator should think. And any artist should think, am I delivering what the message? Do you think he did justice to those subjects that you just mentioned? Do you, I mean, yeah, yeah he, he glo- hit those. He glossed over it. He glossed them. over it. So do you think do you think as an artist you would be happy that the things that are your that you're so passionate about that that, that those those messages were delivered in a, in the manner that you wanted it delivered? An artist, if he's making a painting, no, he spends ma- months on no, it, right? No, but look, if he had, if he knew that he was going to have like 10 seasons or five season, seasons even, he could spend more time talking about a specific issue. But I'm saying given the constraints he was given, he may have been like, you know, I mean, I bet, I guarantee you, they made him do that stupid episode four about no, the 9-11. That was, that was a trash episode. Yeah. I didn't see that episode. Can you tell the, the listeners a little bit uh, about it? I'll let Mahin tell. That uh, was a little... Yeah, basically it's about uh, jerking off in 9-11. Oh my God. I mean, I don't know what else you want to... <laughs> s- it, it was like the worst episode for sure. You know wait, what well, why, wait you know? masturbation on 9-11? <laughs> no, <laughs> because ba- basically he had to like... His, his uh, classmates were like... He was in middle school, right? Sixth grade or something. Yeah. Sixth, seventh grade. And he was talking about how he um, he was he was like trying to learn how to jerk off, right? Mm-hmm. And he told his uh, and so they were they, they made a pact. You know, they made a pact over the weekend that they're all gonna jerk off. Yeah. So he didn't. I guess he was trying to figure it out still. And uh, dude asked him like, and he was like, "Oh yeah, I jerked off six times in a row." And then his his friends got suspicious because one of them has an older brother, and they found out that that's like impossible. Like you might kill yourself or something. Well, I don't know if that's true or not, but. Um, so then 9-11 happened. They're like, oh, this guy is a liar. He's already lying about jerking off. He's probably lying about being a terrorist, too. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And so then they're like, all right, um, to prove you're not a terrorist, go jerk off on this leaf right now. And they, like, sent him to the f- – and then he kind of ran off or something. Yeah. And then – And they kind of walked away and were like, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. more or less. Right? Yeah. And, you know, that's – No, the- and then he has some weird dream where – 
Osama bin Laden like showed up in his <laughs> With dream. strawberries. Dude, I like forwarded through it. That was so unnecessary. Doesn't he bomb the Twin Towers because they were stealing American, uh, Egyptian strawberries? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like, all the Egyptian strawberries, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I couldn't figure out. Is that Osama bin Laden for like that? that I figured out during that conversation. I was like, who is this dude? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. The, the wider point he's trying to make is that, you know, it was any other day for an American kid yeah. li- living in, in, America when 9-11 happened yeah and um it wasn't like we were you know cheering like there were some rumors about Muslims were cheering and handing out sweets in Palestine or something like that which turned out to be an old video from something else yeah that wasn't that wasn't true at all that was the point of the episode like I I don't even know what the point of the episode was but one of one of the things that this episode actually did that's harmful is it presented a dichotomy right like either because you know when he's talking to bin laden in his dream at the end of it he's like no like i'm not like you i don't agree with what you're saying because bin laden's like you know i bombed it because the the you know they stole egyptian strawberries and then at the end of the dream he he looks at bin laden he's like nah no like i'm i'm not the same as you right and then you know uh uh rami grows up to become whoever he becomes um, and then his, you know, his parents are whoever they are. So it kind of shows that dichotomy. Like either you're Bin Laden or you're completely lost, mm. right? Yeah. And if, if you're Bin Laden, you're obviously bad, right? Because you know you're wearing a turban and you have a beard and you look scary. So this is like it, it just it, there's no one balanced in the show. Like, yeah. Not yeah. And, you're right. And, you're right. So in terms of the the relationships that so. He's he's trying to have um, he's trying to find a spouse. It's like a recurring theme throughout many of the episodes, right? That he's trying to find a, a wife, significant other. Don't yeah. you can't even call it a spouse. He's, talk talk he's... talk to us a little bit about that. Some of the the, the women he he. Oh my yeah, but before, god! Before before you start, who mom? I, I need to accuse you of something. Okay. Yeah. It's called false advertising. You said there's <laughs> nudity in the show. That's what got me to watch it, mm-hmm. and there was none. <laughs> you said it was like porno, and there was none. All well, right. Honestly, look. Here's the thing: we're so desensitized about what yeah. constitutes nudity. Like, seriously, someone commented on my status and was like, "There's no nipple or butt." <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I was just like, "Are you serious?" Right now? I mean, that's my criteria. <laughs> oh. We live in the age of Game of Thrones, okay? So. Yeah. People are definitely desensitized. <laughs> when I compared it, I, uh, I actually compared one of the scenes and I said, this this is like even too edgy for porn. Like even porn wouldn't have a, a girl getting choked in the backseat of a car while she pleasures herself. Like, um, no, you know, there's, look. That's like rape almost. Like what? Why are you yeah, You know what? Mom? I thought that was about to be a Me Too mo- movement. I thought she was having him choke her so that she could say that he was raping her i thought she was setting him up to do a hashtag me too i was like what is happening right now why is she asking him to choke her that was you know what's even more messed up about that uh what's messed up is that it it gives like this notion that like muslim girls are are, freaky like freaks yeah you know what's under there right uh one of his co-workers was telling him he was like swiping on minder and he kept swiping left to hijabis And his friend was like, bro, why are you swiping left? Are you an idiot? And he's like, I'm just not attracted, you know? And he's like, bro, they're the hottest. Like, you don't ever wonder what's under there? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. disabled guy. 
Yeah. I think it's like a paraplegic or something. Yeah. That's yeah. what I used to th- I, I remember. So when I was like 19, right, in college, I had a yeah. thing for this hijabi girl, right? And I wasn't really religious back then. So I, I had this Ismaili friend. And I didn't, back then, I didn't know, Isma- I didn't know that Ismailis were kufar. But um, he was telling oh, me, God. like, he's like, man, you know, he, he's telling me, you know, Mahin, the best thing about hijabis is like, they're like, it's like, a, it's like unwrapping a present on Eid. <sighs> so I, I kind of see. So I mean, I'm just saying that that's probably a reality. That's probably like people are. Here's the thing. Like I, I, I see where you're coming from, but like this 80 percent of the Ummah in America. This is the vast majority, I think. Yeah. Bro, listen, it is a reality, but that's what makes it dangerous because people actually think about this stuff. Like, like, but what, no, but but here's the thing, though, Humam. Um, it's. Even if there's a majority, there's a general haya. Even the ones who are doing it wrong or you know yeah. practicing, um, going against the faith in every capacity. Let's just say they do everything wrong. There, there's still a certain level of shame. Yeah. And this is what I feel like that shows like Rami do is that they they're trying to remove the shame in it. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, why are we all acting like hypocrites? Let's do it all out in the open. Yeah. And um, be honest with ourselves in in our disobedience to Allah. The, the thing is, I don't think he realizes that this has very real consequences. Like, we got Muslim women walking out with hijabs. You know, somebody who watches the show already has the idea in their head that, you know, whatever is under there is nice and, like, a, a present that you want to unwrap or whatever. And they watch the show and they're like, wow, like, even Muslims think so? And then, like, okay, next time they see a hijabi, that puts her in danger, man. Whether he harasses her or, 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 uh, or like, even tries to rape her, like, that just puts our women in danger. I... I, I really think it was just a dumb move, honestly. Yeah. And even the the affair he has in Ramadan with the hijabi woman. Yeah, so, like Mary. I mean, well, hold, hold on, hold on. That's yeah. another case of, of Umam fa- falsifying information. You you spot it like dude purposely skipped Tarawee to have an affair. Like he got suckered into that. I mean, he ate her kids' uh, PB and J before he. So like, it, so let, let, let's set it up. So what what he what happens is I think during like some break um, or maybe after Tarawi, it doesn't actually make it clear that whether Tarawi was over it, or it not. It was like iftar. Or he or maybe it was iftar. Yeah, I think it was iftar time. So he oh. apparently had to help. He, he bumped into some girl who couldn't. There um, was parking issues. Yeah, there were parking issues. <laughs> there was another point that that he brings up. Yes, there are parking problems at a lot of our mosques because um, mm-hmm. many Muslims don't like to spend money on 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 parking. It's not the the organizer's fault. It's right. our fault because we don't like to give money to our mosques. But I digress. He he met a. A, a woman who could not find uh, or could not get she ends up finding uh, Rami and or Rami, R- R- Rami volunteer or, yeah he volunteers yeah. to drop her well, off yeah. or he carries the kid home with her and they end up sleeping okay, together okay let me tell you something yeah. now if that was me a hijabi woman I've been wearing hijab what 20 years now right and and so, and my, like stuff for a lot but I'm just saying like mine was like hey I'll, I'll help you you know walk you get to my house Okay, peace, brother. See you later. I would not say get into my house, come inside. My husband's not home. You're welcome. And then, and then go into my room and take off my job and be like, "Oops, I Oops. forgot. Do you care if I don't put it are you back judge on? Me? <laughs> are you gonna judge me? Like, are you kidding me? Like hijab. Like if we don't wear hijab, we feel like we're naked. Like that's like such a." major article of clothing for us like we have nightmares about us walking out without hijab on like literally so that was just so unreal 
so unrealistic. I was like, this is so bogus. I can't even believe this is happening on screen right now. Because that's she not... She, like, sleeps with him a few episodes <laughs> later. Well, she's like, like, no, she slept with no, him that night. No, she was like, hey, can you do me a favor? And the next thing you know, they're in bed. Yeah. They wake up in bed together. <laughs> right. It happened no, the same night. Yeah, that happened the same episode. A couple, a couple episodes later, he wakes up with her in bed again. again right, right. Yes. Oh, okay, okay. Yes. Yeah. And, and you know what her limit is? Like, the straw that breaks the camel's back? Is that he buys her son a fidget spinner? Like, that's <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my god! And, and then like no, and then so then his uh his dad finds out because apparently the bro- her husband is like a dude with a mustache, right? Yeah. And then his dad gives him the lecture and stuff, and then he's like, "At least you're not gay." Well, there's a detail in there that a lot of people missed as well. Is that uh, uh, her husband? She actually complains about him when she first meets Rami, and he's like neglecting her and stuff like this. Yeah. But apparently, he's like a known masjid amma. Yeah. Like, here's another example of anyone attributed to any form of religion is just like a bad person, or he's doing something terrible. You know? Yeah. We can't get a break. <clears throat> Seriously. You know, the next thing they're gonna have is the wolf sheikhs. That's gonna be the next thing on season two. Oh, without How much a you doubt. Want to bet? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. that's definitely going to be, and then they're <clears throat> again going to demonize our religion. Trying trying to make before anyone who's not familiar with the term wolf sheikh, it's she's talking about imams who are trying to get in the pants of their yeah. uh, students or have, whatever. Have multiple practice polygamy. Let's put it the right way. Or then, not even that. I I would I would venture to guess that he will take practice it to polygamy the wrong way. He will that's what he will he will, he will venture to try to portray his imam as trying to have sex with a married woman i'll, I'll even yeah. say that yeah because he, the way he's 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 showing people in their most worst yeah exaggerated exaggerated re- representations yeah so i i would i wouldn't put it past him yeah even, even his uncle who who is not like particularly portrayed as religious but portrayed as like being traditional or like back home mm-hmm. um he literally is like creeping on his niece, which is really weird. Okay, like, hold on. Like... I have a question. So you know, yes. in the very beginning episodes, I don't maybe first or second, he comes over to the house and she's wearing shorts, and mm. she comes to serve him tea or something, and he's yeah. like, you know, says to his niece, he's like, um, "Why are you like dressed like this or something?" And she's like, "Well, I'm at home. I wasn't going to go out." So I'm wearing this. And he kind of looks at her. Now, I did not take that as him looking at her like a creepster. I looked at that as him looking at her like he's judging her that she should not be dressed like this. So yeah. so when I heard that people were taking it, that he was being a creepy uncle, I was really surprised. Because I think later she does kind of insinuate that, that, oh, he he's, he's like, like yeah, that he checks me out and stuff. But. I didn't, didn't. That was not my perception in the beginning. It was more. He could was be trying both. To be, so yeah, sometimes could be you both, could be. The point is, though, that's the point that they were propagating. And like, yet again, here's another example of someone who's who who outwardly uh, was encouraging her to dress modestly, you know. But you know, he can't do that without checking her out. You know, like, hmm. it, it, you you can't encourage good or any anything that's attributed to religion without being a complete weirdo. Right. Well, and then and then later she straightens her hair and he's like, you know, oh, you straightened your hair. I, again, looked at that as he's like concerned, like, uncle, like what's going on? You straightened your hair that he could tell that she was making an extra effort 
for going yeah. out and he was concerned but she twisted it like yeah you're just checking me out and you you know what do you care why are you so concerned about how i dress and how i look like i thought she had it twisted she was the one that had the twisted mind to yep. yeah so that was that was a little i mean she was definitely uh they definitely had her character be a little bit of that feminist um she like describes him as oh he she literally in one sentence says he is misogynistic he's anti-semitic racist and to- a toxic ma- male toxic masculinity or something literally in one whole set all of those words had to get hit you know so i felt like that they were trying to make her be- and then i think she complains about oh you guys had that double standard you let rami just go out and you uh, I have to be home by nine and you ask me 10 million questions and I can't X, Y, Z. So they were definitely playing, you the, know, the into sugar, that. Remember the sugar and orange juice and the baklava, all that stuff. Like how his dad, oh. dad was like, don't have sugar. Right, right, right. And his mom's like, <laughs> oh, it's not sugar. It's, it's, it's pure honey. It's natural. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. But uh, for me, like that uncle was my favorite character. Oh God! Everyone's got that uncle in there. Honestly, family. like the tall guy. Yeah, know? he was. He had me laughing out loud, especially when we started talking about Jews. I was dying. Yeah, I was like, "This is classic." Hey, I want to get who, mom. I want to get your take. So you, you you touched upon this a little bit in some of your. I I'm sorry, I did not watch your one hour like video review. Okay, but I, <laughs> but I was following your thread. Um, you know, it seems like some brothers got upset that like I, I love your use of the word "godless heathens." That's oh, like yeah, I'm gonna I start using that in, like normal conversation yeah. now. Because I remember um, back in the day when I, I used to hang around like evangelicals and stuff, they'd say heathens all the time, and I miss those days. So I got to incorporate that back in. We, we got to bring that to Islam. <laughs> Anyways, but I, my question is for you: is you're 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 Iraqi, right? Yeah. Um, and I think this we're all Daisy. So I have viewed from a from a far level that some Egyptians are like hella secular in that way, or uh, mm-hmm. where their kids like it's normal for their kids to grow up and not know how to read sort of the class, right? Can you talk a little bit about what you um, – is it restricted? Am I just hating on Egyptians? I mean, we could hate on Egyptians now if you want. Or is it – or can we, like, generalize this amongst other Arabs as well? Like, what's um, going on here? Arabs are extremely diverse. Um, Egyptians are very modernized. Like, um, if you wear a dishdasha, for example, in Egypt, it either means you're, like, a watermelon seller or you're a farmer or, like, you're lower class. Like, uh, upper class don't wear traditional clothing over there. Things like that. Um, Egyptians in general, um, and even Lebanese, for example, their Arabic is weak. They don't, they don't, they're not brought up really religious. Um, <clears throat> there's like this notion that Egyptians are the most religious Arabs. Um, it's, it's not. Wait, wait, who I mean, made that assertion? It's a known thing amongst Arabs. It's oh, like, really? Really? Yeah. I thought they were just the best Qadis. So. <laughs> The thing is, is that it's it's just language. Like, inshallah, mashallah, oh, subhanallah. But, like, religion is not a part of the daily Egyptian life. It really isn't. Um, and especially Arabi. Um, Iraq is a little more traditional, more back home kind of thing. So it's they don't play that. Uh, even, even um, like, uh, 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 Ami, slang language in Iraq, if you write with it, it's Aib. Like I was in Iraq and I was texting my cousin, uh, like, when are we going to go hang out or whatever? And I was texting and, and slaying Iraqi. And he was like, bro, what's wrong with you? Like, you're supposed to write in Fusha. Like, what, what are you doing? So there's that element. Arab are very diverse. So, yeah, there's definitely uh, uh, 
there's definitely a lot of like modernity in Egypt and a lot of secular ideas. So, um, so but one of the listeners was asking, do you guys think that Muslims should have this type of representation in Hollywood? Do we need our culture represented in, in any kind of way, whether it's uh, shows like Rami or, or otherwise? Um, I don't think we're ever going to be able to get a seventh heaven for Muslims uh, on TV. It's going to have to start with a show like Rami before we can have an actual like practicing Muslim. Wasn't what was that show many years ago? Little, Little Mosque on the Prairie. Prairie. That show <laughs> it was like in Canada or something. Yeah, or like remember All American Muslim? Oh, at least yeah, little, yeah, yeah. The documentary. <laughs> yeah, like I mean. I think this definitely is bringing light to a lot of issues. And um, I actually brought it to my masjid and said, you know, as parents, these are issues that our kids are having to deal with. Um, and we can't stick our head in the sand and pretend like it's not happening. They are exposed to all these things. Um, and they're going to see the show and they're going to be talking about the show. And we need to get ahead of it. And start having this dialogue with their kids you know so um yeah i i, I don't know i didn't ha i don't have a problem with the show being out. i not that i agree with everything on the show and i i agree i hated the way the show went and they're not really i mean he's hypocritical himself and they're trying to show that he's like on this journey of finding his purpose and finding god and whatever but um the way the show ended was just garbage and it's, it's but so wait what well, you you just said that you didn't have a problem with the show no i don't have a problem with the show in general like being on uh you know hulu or whatever it is um i think it's important that we do have some sort of representation in, in highlighting these issues because it's happening anyway but um but what the execution what, what the execution I don't agree with 100%, but um, I'm okay with the show. But I mean, that gonna, seems like contradictory what you're saying, though. It doesn't It doesn't line up. Why? You, you, you don't agree with the content on the show, but you... No, I say I don't agree with the execution. Okay. I like that he's bringing light to a lot of these issues. Um, I think a you lot don't, of... You don't think he delivered in the right way? Yes. Okay. It, but I'm going to stay tuned for season two. Have you guys seen Abdurrahman Murphy's take on it? No. 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 Uh, so, uh, another issue related to... We just moved on. <laughs> He's like, nope, nope. Next. <laughs> he actually, he, he actually uh, uh, critiqued it and complimented it uh, in one way or another. Should I read you guys his tweets? Go ahead. It's, as long as it's not coming from me. We have a... <laughs> We've had a public feud before, so oh my God, I'm trying. Who cares? No one cares. I'm just, I'm just saying it forward. That's why go I was ahead, trying. To, I was trying to move on to the next subject, but Humam, go ahead. It's uh, so he said it's good to address issues like managing desire versus faith and tension. Growing up Muslim, I just don't know if a scene of a girl demanding to be choked while she pleases herself in the back seat of her car <laughs> is the best way to do it. To uh, the list of life struggles is endless. I think the intent of the show is amazing to describe the experience of the Muslim American growing up with many confusing elements impacting them. But the goal, in my opinion, in my opinion, is being sidetracked by the method. The show isn't mm -hmm. a khutbah, I know. Just have to be honest about what our faith says is even healthy for our eyes uh, and hearts to watch. 
the question regarding this kind of artistic expression will always be, do we care about the destination or the journey itself? The answer is both. But giving Rami credit, his character does show moral courage in the face of his battle with desire. It's amazing to see this being portrayed by a Muslim character. It's just the explicit expressions of scenes that are problematic for the heart mm-hmm. that push me far, far away. Even when he goes against his better self, like the scene where his friend convinces him uh, in the bathroom not to pray, you can feel and see the tense guilt his character experiences at that moment. That's masterful uh, storytelling and nothing explicit. Yeah. What did you guys think of that? I, I think he nailed it on the head for me. I mean, I could relate to everything he said. Yeah, it, it made sense. I mean, but like, I'll be honest, that, that car scene was pretty juicy. No, I it's not juicy. I'm gonna I'm gonna show this to your Sheikh. Sheikh Hamza, are you watching this? He's at Umrah. Oh, who's the other who's your other Sheikh? So Re- you Sheikh Rios? Sheikh Rios. Rios. Sheikh Rios, I hope you saw your student right here. Just... Oh, I love him. He was uh, he was in Masjid Uthman the other uh, the other day by the way for uh uh Sheikh Tamim's book launch. Okay. Yeah. Well I, I think it it is problematic for Muslims who aren't grounded in the faith and they're struggling it's no i i absolutely completely disagree with either murphy or whoever um i i don't think that there should be this kind of openness about our internal conflict you see these people they're all bleeping miserable i I don't know how you think that coming out in in the open and expressing your contradictory beliefs and showing to uh, to the world that hey you know we live a, we live a life of contradiction and you know s- let's just stop hiding uh, hiding it you should I think you should be very damn well be hiding because you, there should be a sense of shame that um, the left wing liberals what have you they they want you not to feel shame this is something that is deeply resonates with the left wing discourse they always hate this feeling of shame. And and this is something that they always explicitly want to remove from from the human psyche. Mm. And I I feel like shows like this, they want you to not have shame, and they want you to display your contradictory behavior in, in a very open manner, so that uh, lewdness and disgusting behavior are normalized, and that they're part of society. And whether you're Muslim or you're uh, you're a practicing Muslim or not, you should be accepting of your brother who is committing zina and you should you know say hey you know what i'm not judging you dude but you know um i don't think you should do this no man you gotta smack a dude over the head and say like what the hell are you doing with your life what what is this like coddling behavior you sometimes you gotta smack these kids around and say like hey you're going to ruin your life forget about the religious aspect of 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 everything you could end up you know getting someone pregnant and 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 uh ruining her both of your lives you know I mean the, the 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 carelessness of of some of these important subjects. Yes, these are all important subjects, but without there's no way I could ever say that you know you, what what you're doing because you create some sort of outline on on things that you saw as as important, and we may agree to that outline, but the way you expressed um, <clears throat> the the expression, your artistic expression of these of of your outline. Uh, about the the life or the the inherent contradictory life in America, it, it just doesn't make sense to me. And 
I can't ever. These people look miserable to me. All over every character in the show, just I just saw misery in their face. Even the main character, I'm sure, like, like he's miserable. Um, because because well, but they well, show him as being miserable. They're they're miserable. He's, like, he's a bomb. He but why no are job. you miserable though? He's like a talk about it. Dude. Talk about living with two. No no no. Uh, hang on. This is Can I'm passionate. Like... I'm not I'm not angry at anyone. I'm just frustrated that people are living lives of contradiction. They're living with one foot in the door of Islam and one foot uh-huh. out, and they're expecting their life to be happy. How are you going to be happy when you? Are you know what one foot out, one foot in, and you're going to be you're living a life that's a lie. You're 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 living contradictory behavior. This is okay. Well, I ha- here's a contradiction for you. I know a lot of people who agree with you and don't like Rami w- sit there and watch shows like Game of Thrones. What do you so, think about that? So what? The, 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 what? They're not, what? They're, what the, the, and they're they shameful about they that? Have, no, they don't have any shame about going and watching Game of Thrones. But are they social media? Who's put, I've never seen anyone who oh, watches yes. Game of Thrones put, put oh, it up yes. on social media and oh, say like, "Hey, yes. I watched it. Hey, wasn't that oh, sex yes. scene between?" Winter's coming. Oh yeah, yeah. I see practicing oh. brothers and sisters posting. Well, stuff shame, like on that. shame on and them! Shame on them! Shame on them if they do that! Shame on them if they do that! They're hating on Rami. Like, why is there no contradiction with that? No, there is. There is a contradiction. There is a contradiction. I'll give you. I'll concede to that. If there is someone dead like that, shame on them for doing that. But there should be a sense of shame, and shame was built in as a as a protection. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala gave it to us so that it protects us against this this type of lewdness. And 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 it's it's supposed to be a barrier. And I think uh, throughout our psych psychology in in <clears throat> when you're trying to escape islam there's many different stopgap measures that are built into the human psyche and as someone who is who went through jahiliya who went through you know um that that lifestyle you experience each one of these stopgap measures and you know you're willfully breaking those measures in order to enter into a life that is absent of Islam, and this is things that shows like this don't um, they gloss over, and they just label it as shame. That's what I'm trying. That's essentially what I, I'm really talking about here. So, uh, a couple points. Uh, what the only thing I would disagree. So I remember it's just like 2005. I want to say I remember 2005. It's Eid, and th- this is and this this is like the heyday of my mudkalism Salafia, right? Too. So I'm going into um, – so I was, like, pretty intense. I, I, I go to my friend's house to visit him, and uh, he opens the door. He's holding the baby. And uh, I'm like, who's this new baby? Your mom's babysitting or something? The baby don't look like him. He's like, no, that's my daughter. She's like, she, I think she's, like, four months old or something. He's like, yeah, man, I knocked up this white chick, <coughs> you know. And I remember my, my dad found out about it. He's like, you can't, you can't be friends with him no more. I'm like, why not? Like, I would still go, because, like, I think when people, like, I, I don't know what, I mean, yeah, he, he was seeing this girl, and, you know, stuff happened, right? But I wasn't going to, like, ditch him. I, I wasn't like, oh, dude, like, you what the hell's wrong? I mean, he he knows he messed up, right? Yeah, but yeah. you don't need to, like, ram, the, ram it down the dude's throat. You know what right. I'm saying? I, I think at that point, it's like... The problem is, is that then you be- if you like hammer them, then you become the uncle in the mush in the in the bathroom ripping the socks off, right? Yeah. So I think there has to be like a lot of compassion, mm-hmm. personally, and, and I think that's how because other, because again, this is I'm I'm saying this is like the eighty percent of how was it like uh, Nomanali Khan hashtag Me Too said that um, 
eighty percent of the Ummah in North America doesn't pray. I remember I heard him say this like five, six years ago mm-hmm. when he's going around communities and stuff. So if they're not even praying, and then the twenty percent, like this dude Rami's trying to pray, and they're probably slipping. Now I don't. I mean, like he says in the interview, some of the stuff is exaggerating a little bit, right? Um, he openly admits it. I mean, I don't know of any Muslim kids that cuss around their parents like that. Oh yeah, it's, that was that weird. Was, that was yeah. that was like that was the most. Um, to me, that was the most abnormal thing about the show. But I think, I think, th- no offense to anybody, but I think a lot of Arab kids do because their parents don't understand. Don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, it was just in the news the other day. Rashida Tlaib, the, the congresswoman. Yeah. She was talking about how she he, uh, she says mother effer in front of her. Oh, uh, she said worse stuff now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's not go there. Let's let's not digress. We'll, we we will reserve another yeah. show for that. Like no, one actually, thing, it's, one it's thing I like secular Arabs. Yeah, one thing I did say is that usually when people are sinning, it's in twos. I think, like I thought it was really strange that he doesn't drink. He was so hardlined about not drinking and not uh, doing drugs, but then he's openly like committing zina. But what I see in the Muslim community is it's usually two things: they're either drinking, doing drugs. Or doing drugs and communes in that, or communes in and drinking, not doing. You know what I mean? It's like it's never just one thing. Um, I I found that a little strange. I don't know if you guys. Are, I guess it's possible. The but- thing is, like I remember the mindset. Um, you remember when you were younger? I mean, when. So for me, I remember when I was first going to college, right? And I was like, my, my, I had bad intentions, but. <laughs> Somehow or another, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protected me from doing anything. But, like, so me, it was like, alcohol to me was, like, not enticing because I just saw it burning through my wallet. I was already a poor college student. Why would I spend money on alcohol, right? Right. But zina is, like, a thing that's, like, you're naturally inclined to. Yeah, I guess it's saying? easier. It's and easier. you guys are married. You know, it's you know. easier and it's free, right? It's easier and it's free, and it's easier <laughs> and it's easy to find willing pe- participants, especially, right. like... Yeah, when you're, you know, drugs and alcohol cost a lot. Yeah, there's, there's people on on in the chat who are saying, and I think they 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 brought up a good point that I think they think that they said that Game of Thrones is actually probably better. Watching that show is much better than watching this the the Rami show because I've never important, seen Game of Thrones. There, there's a, there's an important distinction between you know normalizing Faisha among Muslims. And a fantasy world that is not uh, attributing. Okay, they show nipples and. No, butt. we're not talking about nudity. We're talking about the general message of the show. The message of the show of Rami is b- let's be open about our hypocrisy. Let's talk about some of these other problems that we have in our show. Uh, like you, you saw the, the the forced conversation about the the, the the small woman's prayer spaces. Like who does that? Which which brother actually cares about the woman prayer spaces being small in, in the masjid? There's like three dudes like, hey, you ever been up there? You you see the the woman's prayer space? It's so small. Like, really, no one ever cares about what the woman's prayer space looks like. Who? It's, it's such a forced. I could probably find three white knights right now on Facebook. Forced yeah. comment. But these guys <laughs> aren't. Are these guys are are portrayed to be regular dudes? They're not being shown as. They're not being portrayed as white knights. Okay. Mm. So they're being portrayed as as the average Muslim dude who's living in America, and no average Muslim dude in America. Gives two, gives no, that, two beliefs about that. The one guy that. is a white knight. That one guy, wouldn't you say he was the, like the Daisy Doctor? Yeah, he's like a white knight. Is he maybe? Kinda. The Daisy Doctor was kind of like you're at, like that's a real character. 
That dude is like. Yeah, yeah, I think so. His doctor friend, remember? The bald guy? Yeah, the bald guy. Yeah, that dude's weird. When they were talking about jerking off at the diner, he was like, yeah, I don't jerk off to porn. I jerk off to raw passion, man, up here. I'm like, what? <laughs> what to, to my wife or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like, like what that. What are you talking about, dude? Hey, you know, uh, Mo Amr's character, somebody was saying they hated that character. I don't but... like him. Complete, yeah. like, Wumba bro. <laughs> <Wumba> bro? <laughs> 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 I, I'm not a bridge view. I'm not even <laughs> No, but uh, the thing about how how realistic now this is something that I, like a lot of the stuff I think is like pretty normal within the eighty percent that I'm talking about. But the <coughs> Muslim at the mosque having affairs, how what do you think is that like? Have you is that really happening? You no. think even one, maybe like one couple times in the community? No, like zero point zero 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 one percent. Mm. And I think that was a slap in the face. That was actually sacrilege because I mean, this is something that it, it, the show just threw something so many so much things at you that you didn't even know like what the, Surah Ikhlas was was uh, recited in in this ridiculous show. Like that that in itself should have been a, like a red line. Like yo, this is our this Religion, is a, 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 yeah. this is Allah Subhanahu wa Taala's words. Of of the most of the thing that we hold most dear to our heart, yeah. and you're mentioning this in your ridiculous show. Like, there's no way. Like, where is our head? What are what are we thinking? Yeah. How how, is, how in the world is that okay? Where where there's Surah Ikhlas being recited in the same show where he's committing zina in Ramadan. In Ramadan, yeah. you know, and and then and then it's a slap in the face to Ramadan as well. That yeah. something that we hold so dear to our heart. Yeah, you know, how is that okay? You know, it, it's it's not the sinning about this this theme that bothers me. Like, it, yeah, the sinning is explicit. That's that's really disturbing. But it's not the actual. Like, if they alluded to sin, I wouldn't have an issue. What I have an issue with is that, you know, okay, they portray these characters uh, uh, in, a, in a in a in a condition of like excessive sin, and then what? What do they get out of it? Okay, when they feel regret, when they feel bad, when they want to turn back to Allah, what ends up happening? And this show just shows them com like falling deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. And that's not what actually happens. You know, when you make toba, Allah makes it fa facilitates it uh, uh, to become easier for you. You might fall back again, sure, but you just make toba, and then eventually, the more you make toba, even if you keep falling, the more you make toba, the easier you you know you go back. But what they kept showing is that every time he tried to, every time he felt regret, every time he tried to make toba, a door slammed in his face. Saw his uh, his grandfather dead. You, you know what? I, like, yeah. There's no, it, it was just hopeless. Like what? What does that leave you as a viewer who's who's engaged in sin and can relate to their sin? What notion does that leave you with? Yeah. It leaves you with this hopeless notion like, yeah, I mean, we're all sinners. Uh, yeah. That, no, you that, you're, no, we're not all sinners. Many, most of us are sinners, but many of us, like the, the, the characters in the show, are liars who lie to themselves over and over again, trying to say that, oh, I'm trying to become Muslim, and they're not really making a sincere effort to to come and i yeah, fully believe yeah, in my down to the core of my bone i don't believe anyone would seriously be misguided if they really wanted to be guided i don't it goes past, against the nature of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to misguide yeah. you if, see if, past if, the farce, like, yeah. to us you're, you're you're you might be fooling us but you're not fooling allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has promised to guide 
the one yeah. who wants to be guided. So I don't believe in the in this in this nonsense. And then, and then when he's talking about, yeah, I believe in Allah. Like there's so many signs. Like I blah 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 to a girl's face, and then she called me right after. You know what I'm talking about? Oh I'm yeah. About. I was like, really? Yeah. That's how you find the signs of Allah in your life? <laughs> that's just degradation of religion. And there's a lot of that in the show. That's subtle. And, like, and the guy example. in the masjid. In the masjid is talking about sporting the, coke. Oh, the the, the, the convert, like Ibn Arabi guy? A beautiful theme. Someone yeah. told me they were crying because I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, though, okay, so um, these, what Sims Point's alluding to is like he's trying to seek God, right? But we don't know. It seems like he's got a lot of other stuff he's navigating and conflicting interests. You know what I mean? So if you're not sincerely... So that means his sincerity in seeking is even, like, screwed up in that way. You know what I'm saying? So that's probably... Well, I, I mean... I don't think that's the case. I just think because it's a show, it's not reflective of actual reality. Like, his his character, he does seem to have some goodness in him, and he does feel, like, immense regret. But the thing is, when that happens in real life, Allah, Allah opens the doors for you. You get what I'm saying? When you make toba, you're gonna go. You tell me you're gonna go to a masjid, and all you're gonna find is a, like a complete idiot masjid cleaner. Umam, when when you submit, Islam means submission. When you submit 100, percent it all becomes easy. We just had a brother who was a convert on our show on our last episode. He 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 left this lifestyle a few years ago. He he's a hundred percent in it, man. He he doesn't give a bleep what anyone thinks. Yeah. I mean, the, the, people so will, will, like, his own people will call him, oh, you know, all these other words, but I don't even want to mention, I, I thought about mentioning, but they're just, they're hor- horrible type of words to describe who he is, but you know what? To me, he, his stature in in, in the light, in, in terms of how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would view him in, in given that his his acceptance of Islam is sincere, then that that's all you need. Who cares about what anyone thinks? Yeah. When Who cares if American society accepts us or not? Mm-hmm. Exactly. But but the thing is, Sim, is that people do sin, even religious people. Right. And it might even be a kabira. But the point is that they didn't show what toba is, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Having regret inside of you and not doing anything <clears throat> about it, that's not toba. You yeah. Know, you have to actually strive to get better. You have they They didn't show... Like I'm sorry, and and someone so, someone in my uh, in a group chat was telling me like, no, bro, he did do toba. He cleaned the whole masjid. Didn't you see him scrubbing by the toilets? <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. See him one time put his hands up and say, Ya Allah, Allahumma inni atubu ilayk. Like none of that. Because he doesn't, that's know, not he cool. doesn't know Arabic. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him speaking Arabic at the end of the show. He doesn't know how to make toba in Arabic. On the last episode, he was speaking Arabic yeah, to some to his cousin. I mean, here's a. Th- I don't think Rami, the actual, the dude who like, you know, acted in the show. I don't even like know that he knows what we're talking. Like, it's just, he's at that level. You follow what I'm saying? If he's willing to make out on camera, then I doubt it. Honestly. Yeah. So I mean, that's I, I that that's my take on it. I, I don't think he even knows, like that. Oh, there's this is a thing here. This thing of Toba. I don't. I don't think he knows about. I think he's like, yeah, I'm struggling. <laughs> you know, but. I don't think he knows that, to be honest. Like, when I'm listening to his interviews and stuff, I'm, like, just getting that vibe. He's just a cultural Muslim who's like, oh, yeah, we're supposed to pray. His parents didn't teach him diddly squat. And, you know, because um, oh, I remember when I was, like, 19, 20, I was, like, I, I randomly flipped the Quran open, and I read it all in a month. 
right? Because I was having some beef with somebody, and I was bored one night, and I read the Quran in a month. And then I'm like, what next? And then I didn't meet anybody else that like could show me the next step for like three years. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. And then I was like, oh, this is a Hadith thing when I was like 22. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, I never heard of, you know, this Ottoman Empire stuff we talk about now, I learned about it when I was, like, in my 30s. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, I mean, I mean, I, I, you know, I don't like this. Someone said in the chat, you know, about us being portrayed as terrorists. In, in, I'd rather be portrayed yeah, as a terrorist. You know what? If I had to choose between the two, I, I'd rather not. Why do I have to choose between the two? But let's just say I did. Um, <coughs> I would take the terrorist option. Portrait, at least people will know that that's a lie. Even, even though they, it, it may hurt our image. People, generally, people who are honest, good people, they would know that that's a, a lie that is being portrayed. But this this kind of crap, this kind of crap is is normalization. And and I'm uh, someone was saying something about uh, why we're throwing shade at Muammar. You know what, Muammar? You know, I thought you were one of the more decent comedians in in Hollywood and in, in that's known in in the West. So disappointed with you. I, I don't think how, I don't know how you were part of this. You probably got paid. Whatever. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's how. That's uh, capitalist society now. Everything gets so. Everything has its price. So, I wouldn't be surprised. All but, right. Anything else? So, uh, Humam, are you gonna watch season two when it comes out? <sighs> you're st you're, you're still waiting for him to turn into Arturo, right? <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, honestly, I was actually rooting for this kid all the way up until the end. Like, I, I was just waiting for a moment. I'm like, come on, this can't be that bad. Because I, I watched his Stephen Colbert interview or, or his mm. uh, his thing like two years Stand ago. Stand up, yeah. Yeah, and at the end, he was like, he finished his, his act with, you know, and I just want to say all of you guys got to convert to Islam because it's the only way out. You know, and they just walked off the stage. I like that, you know? Yeah. It was like subtle, slick. It was tight. So I was expecting more, you know. But then he goes to this hadra and, uh, you know, <laughs> you're, supposed tell him, you're supposed to lose yourself in the dhikr of, of Allah, but he loses himself in the dhikr. Uh, of his cousin? Yeah. Like, it, it's completely... Like, it's a joke. Uh, it's a mockery of a hadra. It's, like, I, 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 think, I, I think Rami's actually a Salafi. He's trying to, like, destroy the Sufi tradition. <laughs> Stop it, dude. Yeah. Um, we we did reach out to Rami, the the actor. Uh, I I'm not holding my breath, but we did our due diligence. So, you know we we don't just uh, take you know throw shade at someone without actually uh, making an honest effort and, and re reaching out to them and see if they would want to comment. I doubt they would. They don't like to come on this show. They want people who you know pat them on the back and tell them, hey, you did a great job. So I don't imagine them. And come on, but on his uh, his Al Jazeera interview, something interesting he said that really like uh, uh, gave me insight into why he's doing all of this. They were like, you know, weren't you scared that you're gonna face a lot of criticism from the Arabian Muslim community? And he was like, well, yeah, but like you know, as an artist, if you like operate within you know their expectations, they're just gonna put you in a box. So you know through like creative artistic expression you really gotta like express yourself and step out of the box yeah what is the box those are the parameters what's he talking about the box he's talking like, about the the, the rules the akam the akam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that's what he's talking about the box that that he's living in a, in a contradictory life that where he's trying to get his Islam and his liberal secular liberal values to, to be in alignment with each other you, you might find that we're gonna do our thing too and criticize it, you know, because we also have our box, you know. 
that we don't want to we don't want to step out of our box. What's know, what's wrong? You you know how many times I could I thought about you know hey you know I could use my skills with regards to setting up a podcast and YouTube and you know production in itself in in using these skills for a mega channel you know making one of those channels that have a million plus subscribers guess what that's not my goal in life that's not that's not how i want to utilize my skills when i'm when i'm in front of a lost month i want to say that hey you know i screwed up many times in my life but i did my damnedest to spread your your dean through positive uh, means you know we, we we skirted some gray zones on our show but we, i i hope and i pray that we didn't you know enter into any haram but you know we we do, you know we try to keep it entertaining and uh we we never we never enter into anything clearly haram I, at least i don't think off the top of my head if we did may allah forgive us but but uh i digress any other comments anything else that someone, uh, someone just wrote <clears throat> i think you guys worry too much if muslims are already in conservative setting uh, why do you think they're so impressionable to be drawn by characters like this? I don't. I don't think no. Muslims who are conservative are troubled by this. It's the ones who are struggling that are, will be affected uh, affected negatively because you're showing them like, hey, look, here is other Muslims who sin just like you, but you don't give them a way out. You actually hurt them more because it's like a half-truth. Right. You know? You're, you're, Every lie is pushed with a vehicle, with, with some with some truth in there. Okay, so there are there are truthful elements within this within the show, but the general lie in the show, the general falsehood that this show is presenting itself is that there is that we should be open with our fahisha. We should be open with our sins. That we should you know recognize that we all are in it. <clears throat> We're all doing it. It's okay. Stop being judgy, McJudgy, and um let's all let's all kind of be okay with each other in regards to that respect in respect to that someone uh someone commented on my initial post and they were like well you, you know you said that they normalize zina well they don't normalize zina because he shows regret throughout the show and it's like that's not what i mean when i say they normalize zina that would be like level one uh, 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 normalization we're dealing with level two because it's subtle they're normalizing it because they're presenting it and they're not presenting an example of anything else. They're not presenting the, the, the cure. They're not presenting a way out. They're just presenting it as reality. And that's problematic because you're leaving people in that condition. You're, you're letting them feel comfortable. You're, you're letting people in that condition relate to someone else in that condition. And then you're just leaving them there. You're abandoning them. You're leaving them behind. That's, that's why it's normalization because they're not going to try to get out now. They're going to be like, oh, Rami's doing it. You know, yeah. It feels bad. I feel bad. You know, we're all just Muslims struggling with this. It's okay. May Allah forgive us one day. <coughs> yeah, well, I wish they said that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, one of the things with the Muslim community in America, as opposed to the UK, um, it's a, it's a, it's a different when you juxtapose both, both uh, cultures of Muslims. Over here, the population of Muslims is so spread out that one, like the. Muslims of Ohio won't know what's going on with the Muslims of New Jersey, how their lifestyle is. Like, we don't know what's going on in, in Michigan, where there's so many uh, large Muslim communities in Dearborn. You know, we, we kind of have an idea, but we don't really know know what the internal, um, how the community operates within each other, you know, in their interaction with each other. But I think shows like this kind of say like, hey, you know, oh, this is going, this is happening in your community, this is happening in mine. Oh, you know, well, 
we're all we're all experiencing it so it's okay it's okay and, and, and that that's the big problem and it's not like who i'm said it's not it's not giving a solution like all his um f- problems related to zina no one no one's shaming him for 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 zina in itself like oh you know you screwed up and but he's he's not he's not honestly trying to find a solution for it he he's his characters keep on finding uh roadblocks in his path to get out of that lifestyle like like showing how um all the difficulties he is he's having in finding a wife there's a couple comments coming through too and like I'm getting side messages yeah. um so like um since Noreen already mentioned hey uh Humam, your buddy Tarek has some comments yeah <laughs> Tarek uh basically I think you you guys talked offline but he, he actually he's seeing a lot of t- he's reading into a lot of toba not just the uh, even he, I think he's like a lot of guilt going on here yeah um the scene when he wakes up with um the 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 woman from the masjid was it the married chick yeah. yeah and then he sees the thing that like can remember the ramadan the dude is like the construction worker is like do the ramadan bro do it for my mom she's gonna die right that was yeah, actually yeah, a funny yeah. scene yeah. that was a funny scene yeah that was i actually burst out laughing you know and and the, the show is not uh, i don't want look we're we're these the other side they, they might you know make fun of us for our religiosity or whatever but we we actually operate within the realm of honesty. There are some ridiculously funny moments in the show. I'll say that much. You know, it, there are definitely that. There's that. But well, I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So he was like, he sees that. Then he wakes up and he sees that like um, his mom passed away. So I think he. It seems like he doesn't say anything. But in his, if you read into it, you could be like, well, instead of praying like Tarawi, I had this affair, and maybe that's why. And I could have been praying Tarawi and praying for this dude's mom. Mm. I didn't even get that. I didn't read that. That's projection. He would have been hit by a car or something. Like, that's not how Qadr works. But uh, no. I mean, uh, sure. There are there some people who could have, re- you know, thought that maybe who, was that Tarek who said that? Maybe he yeah. would have thought that. But I no, would... he he's saying that basically he's he he's struggling. You he... you can see that he is. Uh, yeah, he's struggling with that contradiction. That he's he says, I I just want to be good. I'm just trying to be good. Yeah. But, He's, he does, like, when he goes to, to buy the alcohol for his friend, you can see that he is, like, kind of embarrassed. And he's not proud of it. And he's like, uh, yeah, it's not for me. You know, whatever. Um, so there are, like, moments of him feeling kind of bad about what he's doing. But he's he is searching for, you know, redemption or whatever. But they're not showing. I mean... Tariq thinks that him wanting to go to Mush is him showing Toba, but I don't think so. I don't think they're really making that very clear. His, him, like like Humam said, like he's not raising his hands in the air and like asking Allah for forgiveness. Like he's just. I think a lot of kids though don't understand really what to, how to do Toba. To be honest, I think you said you don't know how to. You didn't know I, how to make Dua. I, I didn't know like, how to make Dua. I want the Hajj four years ago. The the thing is though is that what Tariq is saying has some merit. But the problem is that, you know, they have to do this in order for it to be relatable to people because people who are, do engage in these sins regularly, they do feel bad about it. They do regret it, you know, no matter how much they're indulged in it, you know, the, the fitra will never be happy with this. But the thing is that when you just show that reality and nothing else, you're trapping them there. You are not letting them know that there is a way out. 
you know and and this goes back to the very first point i made they didn't show one example of positive religiosity in the show if they would have done that everything would have been different you know yeah. if Rami just had that one good friend even if rami was ignoring him throughout the entire show if they just showed like one good <clears throat> friend he's always calling him on uh, on to do good like literally even if the show ends and rami's still ignoring this guy at least there's that example you get what i'm saying right and, and of- many of us who went through you know a, a jahiliya of sorts a life where we were um we were far from the path there was one of those type of people who was there calling us back and we ignored them you know yeah. but at the end of the day you know maybe it was their dua that pulled us out I'm telling you, man. See, see, people think like we're we're some like uh, uh, ultra conservative, extra religious alt bros or whatever. But let me tell you, um, you know, I, I I've been around the block. I've been there, done that, got the free T-shirt. I was lost as heck in high school, right? Right. But even then, um, my dad would still come and knock on my bedroom door for fajr. I wouldn't get up. I, I would just keep sleeping, but I acknowledged it, you know, uh, subconsciously. And who knows? Maybe it was my father's dua in the in the, in the last third of the night that eventually like helped me out of of all the things that I was going through. You get what I'm saying? So there's that element. There's uh, the show is missing like so much. Yeah. You know, like I know his parents are complete failures and just like completely trash parents. But you know, I'm I'm sure they want Rami to like learn like how to pray at least or get married. What's or, up with his mom trying to have an affair with a French dude? Yeah, that's, that was that was that 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 was another like I didn't really get that either. Yeah. I guess it shows like the mom who like kids leave the nest kind of yeah. old and they're like I have nothing else to live for, so I gotta yeah. drive Lyft. Yeah, yeah, that was that was. I mean, I think somebody was saying that they do see a lot of uh, I don't know immigrant moms that kind of devote their lives to their children, and then once they're gone, they don't know what to do with themselves. And I think that goes back to like we we. What they need to like kind of emphasize is that, you know, as Muslims, like we believe like this life is temporary and our and our purpose is to worship Allah and everything should go back to seeking Allah's pleasure. And when you dedicate your life either to your spouse or to your children or to your job or to all these other dunya things, you know, you're you're going to feel lost and you're not going to feel complete. Um, You if but if you make your focus you know, doing everything to please Allah, if you make him number one, then you're going to f- get that fulfillment. But all the people he's surrounded with, not one person is living a life like his mom devoted her life to the kids, Her his dad and uncle just worked to live uh, or live to work, sorry. And, um, you know, his sister's just like trying to fit in with her friends and like in culture like nobody's like actually not one character in the show is like actually living like the way a muslim should be living you know with purpose Which is inaccurate because people are saying this is a mirror of our society of our american muslim american reality it says who yeah. yeah which mirror i mean the mirror that you want um, maybe that they want to see we have speakers whatever maybe yeah. certain yeah i mean uh, look again we're we're the conservative Muslim family is just not cool enough for TV. So this is the mirror that they want to show. Yeah. So, yeah. And the the, the conservative Muslims that they do want to show, they'll show in, in a goofy light. They'll be the, the moron, the clown. They won't be the one that will be able to 
actually guide you and and help you and and actually provide any kind of structure to your life so that this chaotic journey that you're on can have some kind of closure but all right thank you everyone for joining us humam thank you so much for your time this evening um help us out on patreon.com backslash the madam luke's every little bit helps even five bucks even two bucks i think two bucks is our minimum payment on there but patreon is, is such a great service because it's just uh non-committal i mean it is committal you're, you're committing to something but you're you're allowing um you're 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 allowing your donations to go in uh, the 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 direction you want it to go so you can spend let's just say you have a hundred dollars to spend 80 bucks you can spend it towards your Mazda a month and then five bucks for Madam Luke's another five bucks for our friends at Safina Society and then Boys in the Cave or whoever else right and uh, that way you can actually elevate everyone together again thank you everyone for joining us this evening uh, for my co-hosts Humam Noreen and Mahin, my name is Sim. We'll see you all next week. Assalamualaikum. Next week, no, there's nothing. Oh, sorry. Next week, I'm not. Oh, I'm, so I won't be here. We'll, we'll see you in June. Five weeks. We'll see you in June. Yeah, we're going on hiatus. We're not going to be <laughs> doing unless maybe something real quick. Maybe after Tharawi or something, if we have a chance, maybe a surprise episode. I can't uh, we'll leave that out. Shawal. But yeah, we'll, we'll for for all intents and purposes, we'll see you in Shawal. Assalamualaikum. <laughs>